Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Welcome in this week to Mox on the Mic. Chris Goforth with you once again. It's time for us to deep dive into the world of the Chattanooga Mox. We do it each and every week. Appreciate you making plans to, uh, to be with us every week and make us uh, your first listen on that Thursday or that Friday after Mox on the Mic comes out. Uh, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast. Uh, encourage your friend to do the same if they don't already. We're talking a little bit about some operational things around Chattanooga Athletics. We're going to talk ticketing today. We'll talk a little bit about the Mox Club as well. Last time we visited with Ryan Jones, who is the Associate Athletic Director for Development at Chattanooga. He had some, some pretty lofty goals, some lofty aspirations for what he wanted to achieve with the Mox Club. Let's start there. Here's our conversation. It's Ryan Jones, Associate AD for Development at Chattanooga. Well, Ryan, look, we've you and I have spoken before. Now, the last time we talked, there was a uh, a big push on the part of uh, to to grow the Mox Club. So, bring us up to date on how that went. Where's the Mox Club stand right now in terms of membership? Yeah, absolutely, Chris, and thank you again for for having us. I can't believe it's been a a year already here in Chattanooga. So, yeah, last time we connected, we were in the midst and throes of uh, fifteen hundred mocks, which was our which is our grassroots effort to grow our membership to be above fifteen hundred, which really puts us in line with a lot of our SoCon peers. So, uh, throughout last fiscal year, um, we we were we were just blown away with the outpouring of generosity. From, from Mox fans, you know, we grew membership from 467 donors to 1,517. So, um, you know, about a, you know, that's a little over a 220% increase in one year. And, you know, in our world, that's, um, that is a significant growth. And, and, and I think that's something, you know, all Chattanooga fans should be really, really proud of and take some, some great um, pride in. So um, from, from a membership standpoint, you know, it's phenomenal. You know, when you look at, you know, putting dollars to work and putting philanthropic dollars to work. And, and, you know, that's what we're going to start talking a lot more about here is, you know, now that we're growing membership and, and, and in trying to sustain and continue to grow and retain those donors, we're going to start talking about how, how do we put your, you know, your treasure to work that, 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 that you give UTC. And so, um, you know, the past year we had, or two years ago, we had raised about 512,000, um, in our Mox Club annual fund. And, you know, with, with within a year, with in tandem with 1,500 Mox, we got to about 715,000 in one year. And, you know, having that kind of increase, um, you know, for for us and, and especially, you know, being a mid-major is just a, is just a phenomenal feat. And so all that goes to the donors kind of answering the challenge, answering the bell, if you will, um, from our team just to just to help get involved and find others to get involved. And, you know, I think you saw it this past weekend, you know, at homecoming, I mean, with a with an attendance over 10,000, you know, Mox Club members played a huge role in that and, you know, buying into what we're what we're putting out there and buying into our student athletes and being able to support them, I think, is um, I, I, I think is a huge testament to our Mox fans. So where do we stand in terms of the Southern Conference? When you look at other organizations mm -hmm. at other universities, comparably speaking, 
Where do we stand in the Southern Conference? Well, I'll tell you, we're a lot better than we were uh, two years ago um, when we were sitting at 467, which is really where 1500 Mox, um, you know, kind of was born from, if you will. So right now, uh, being at 1517, you know, this year we're really looking to see how can we not only retain that, but also get up to a little bit above 1600 this year. Um, you know, that, that, that number will put us right in the upper kind of four, if you will, upper top four within the Southern Conference, which I think is really important. Um, you know, I think if we can continue to stay in a membership somewhere between 1,500 and about 2,500, which 2,500 is our five-year goal, um, then I think we'll be primed um, for, for a lot of success. And so, I, I, as I alluded to earlier, kind of the real big opportunity for us is, is, is how are we expanding those philanthropic dollars? That's where we can make some significant inroads right now. Um, if we can continue to make leaps like we did this past year and increasing by, you know, six figures, you know, every year for the next five years to get to that one and a half million dollar vision, that's really going to prime us for a lot of success. And from a, from a dollar standpoint, will put us right in the top one or two in the conference as it relates to um, unrestricted annual dollars raised. What about if there's somebody that wants to be a member of the Mox Club, but they think that, oh gosh, I, I don't have thousands of dollars to be able to give. What does it really take to be a member, Ryan, of the Mox Club? You know, I, 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 as I say, you know, there, you know, any gift is big um, for us. I mean, we we have a lot of um, philanthropic needs we need to fund. So when you think about it. You know, when you kind of draw off kind of the core of 1500 mocks, um, we we didn't have a bunch of donors given, you know, five thousand, ten thousand dollars. I mean, it was we had a bunch of donors given fifty dollars, a hundred dollars, two hundred fifty dollars. I mean, if you, you ask any of us, I mean, we, we would love to have, you know, a hundred donors given a hundred dollars. You know, that 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 makes a significant impact because what that does is to part two of being a Mox Club member, it allows us to, you know, ask you to be an advocate, you know, go out and, and, and you know, connect with your classmates, your neighbors, your your coworkers, people that you socialize with that, that, that maybe, you know, are looking for things to do, you know, to, to, to get behind a team. And so for us, it's it's not really about, you know, the size of the gift. It's about how can you help kind of be a, you know, an advocate for us out in our community and where you live and, and help inspire others to get involved. And so that, 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 that's on us as well to help share the story about how you're making an impact. So um, for, you know, and, and yeah, we, we, we definitely need those leadership donors too. You know, that's all part of the magic recipe that goes into building out what we're trying to do here. But at the same rate, um, you know, we have to treat the dollar donor just like the million dollar donor. And, you know, I think if we have that mindset of of really just taking care of anybody supporting, whether they have um, the ability to give it a leadership level or or they're given a dollar, you know, it's it's it, it's they're investing. And I think that's the key takeaway with what we're trying to be about here at the Mox Club. So when someone gives to the Mox Club, where does that money go? What is it used for? Yeah, so um, Mox Club, which is our unrestricted annual fund, um, really is the lifeblood of our athletic department. Um, it is it is the one thing that touches every single aspect of the student athlete experience. 
And so that, that, that means anything from academic support. That means anything from nutritional, um, you know, if there's some nutritional needs, if we need to go to food city, for example, to go get, you know, protein shakes or, or fruit or vegetables or, or whatnot, you know, that this fund helps provide that. When you look at, you know, student athlete performance from a strength and conditioning perspective and also from a sports medicine perspective, you know, it provides those those, those support staffs with the resources they need to make sure we're not only training our student athletes well, but also caring for them. Um, at the same rate. So, so that, that, that fund impacts every single one of our student athletes in some, some, some shape or fashion, whatever that may be, they, every student athlete benefits from, from the unrestricted fund. So how many people are, are members of the Mox club? Tell me again, give me that big number again. Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. So, so this past year, this past drive year, which we're still in the midst of this current drive year right now. And so we'll, we'll, we'll continue to push this drive year till the end of December. Um, but, but right now we're a little bit above 1500 members, um, you know, a, a really big, opportunity for us in the Mox Club is going to be Mox Give Day. Um, that's on October 4th this year. Um, we announced that on, uh, you know, this past Saturday at homecoming on the 17th that we'll continue to push the Mox Club um, to our fans and, and encouraging those to either make an additional gift or, you know, if you're if you're if you're kind of sitting there wondering, oh, should I commit or not? You know, what 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 a great time to help join the Mox Club um, on that day. So that day we're 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 really looking to to get over 350 donors on that day. Um, we would love out of that 350 to add about another 125 donors to our to, to our membership count. Um, that would be a significant step forward for what we're trying to do. So, um, you know, October 4th is a really big day for those folks that maybe haven't renewed their support from this past year and are and, and are kind of sitting there, you know, looking to commit again. Or for someone that may be new, whether you're a recent graduate, whether you've moved back to the area or whether from afar you're seeing what's happening with a lot of our fall teams right now. And it's, hey, you know, I, you know, I need to have some ownership in this and I want to give back. Um, now's the time to do that. Um, it's since, since we just announced, uh, Mox Give Day and what we'll be working towards. That's October the 4th. Yes, sir. And if folks want to take a part, uh, or be a part of that, if they want to give on Mox Give Day, what do they do? Where do they go? How does this work? Absolutely. So, um, our advancement team, um, which is the, the UC foundation, as well as us in the Mox club, we're going to be sending out some information here over the next two weeks as we kind of lead up into Mox give day on where you can go and not only be a social media ambassador. Um, you know, we talked about a lot about that advocacy piece just now, but if you want to go out and push out to your social networks that, Hey, you know, Mox Give Day is coming up, you know, give to give to something of your passion. Um, we have many opportunities here in athletics to do that, but also campus wide. So information will be sent out about that. We'll also have information sent out about where you can go to actually make a gift. And then for those folks that maybe haven't had the opportunity to renew their commitment so far uh, for this year, but but we're, we're involved this past year, um, you'll be getting a letter hopefully by the end of this week in your mailbox um, that will that, that that will help guide you to make that commitment. So we'll have we'll have many opportunities, many, many channels of communication to, to help you kind of direct where you want your 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 time, talent and treasures on that day to go towards coming up here in the next week or two. 
joining the Mox Club, being a part of the Mox Club, it's more than just give, 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 give. There's some get, 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 get that's involved in it too. What do you get when you're a member of the Mox Club? Well, first and foremost, Chris, you know, we um we 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 really want to talk about, you know, just the art of giving back and what that means. And you know, what what does generosity mean and what kind of form does that take um for each individual person? So that that that's for, first and foremost with with the Mox Club is just, you know, Giving back means is a is a really 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 big deal for us because we know people have many many opportunities to give back in their community and many nonprofits that that are also very deserving of people's discretionary funds. But we really want to take a take a strong message about how you're making a direct impact on our on our young people here at UTC and in, and in particular UTC athletics. So that's number one. Number two, we do have a bevy of, of um, you know, benefits, if you will. I hate to use that term, but just really opportunities to help interact with other Mox Club members, whether that's through hospitality events for football and men's basketball, whether that's us doing watch parties throughout the year or special events with our coaches and our athletic director or student athletes. Um, you know, we, we really like to get our Mox Club um, donors involved in those kinds of events. Um, also, you know, we, we talk a lot about having a frictionless environment when you're coming to a game here at Chattanooga, whether it be football, men's basketball or any other sports. So so for football, men's basketball, women's basketball, we offer opportunities for parking, um, which is, a you know, we're, we're currently under construction here at McKenzie Arena. So 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 creating that frictionless environment for when you come here, knowing that you have a place to park and you have an easy entrance in to our arenas here, whether over at Finley or at McKenzie, um, we really like to push that aspect as well. But but like I said, ultimately, you know, the biggest the biggest benefit that we're trying to communicate out there is just really the the act of giving back and really the the the, the act of generosity and what that means and how it helps elevate us as an athletic department um, on the national scene from a mid-major standpoint. Ryan, I appreciate the time, but man, as always, and again, we want to remind folks, uh, October 4th, Mox Give Day, be looking for more details forthcoming on how you can be a part of that and how you can give. And as soon as that information becomes available, we'll have it here on Mox on the mic as well. Ryan, appreciate the time. Thank you so much, Chris. Appreciate you giving us the opportunity to share our message. Well, you know, football season is in full swing. Have you got your tickets yet for the final couple of home football games for the Chattanooga Mocs, the nationally ranked Chattanooga football Mocs? If you haven't yet, head over to GoMocs.com and get those Chase Brock, who is the Assistant Director of Ticket Sales and Operation. He's going to join us, talk a little bit about that. We'll talk a little bit about some changes coming this basketball season to the McKenzie Arena. We'll do that right now on Mocs on the Mic. Are we still using paper tickets? Uh, yeah, we are. It's basically you can use paper tickets if you request mailing or will call, and then we do provide paper tickets on game day as well. Well, let's talk a little bit about tickets and how ticket sales have, have gone. First for football, um, uh, look, good crowd for homecoming, but what have ticket sales been like? Uh, ticket sales have definitely gone up uh, over the past couple of months here, particularly in August. We had a pretty big push of season ticket sales in August, and we're slowly seeing that trickle down all the way 
to single game. Uh, like you said, last game, we had a ton of people out at uh, the homecoming game for football. And uh, a lot of that was pre-sale. And then we definitely had a large walk-up group with how well the weather was that day. Yeah, weather's a huge factor when it comes to the walk-up, isn't it? Yes, it is. It, it definitely is. If, if there's that little bit of rain, it sometimes holds people back. But uh, with last Saturday's game, uh, having just sunshine, it, it definitely helped the process of bringing a lot of people in to come watch the game. Talk a little bit about now as we go through this. I guess there's three home games left for football. Uh, three home games left. If folks want to buy single game tickets, if there is a if there is still a ticket option or a ticket package that's out there, because we got a couple of weeks before the next home football game, uh, what do folks need to do? How do they go about getting inside the gate at Finley Stadium on a game day? Yeah, so right now with a, a little bit of a break between the first, uh, first and second game here and going into the third, uh, we do have a three-game mini plan going on right now uh, to where you can get a general mission ticket for 45 uh, dollars and that'll just get you into the game for the rest of them. Uh, it saves you a little bit of money uh, if you're looking to come out and just catch the mocks, play the last three games. And then we also have the chairback option. So if you want to reserve a seat uh, with the chairback on it, uh, it's 65 and that includes a uh, $75 donation to the mocks. Mox so that is, uh, you said 65, so $130, yeah, yeah, me and my wife could come and sit in the blue, blue back seats, right? Yep. And that $75 isn't for, uh, each seat It's just for one account. So you pay the 75, you can purchase as many seats up in that section. Nice. Nice. Now, how, how do folks go about doing that? If, if they're listening today and they don't have tickets for VMI down the road, what do they need to do? Where do they go? How do they find it? Uh, so we have a couple different ways. We have uh, the traditional way calling us uh, 423-266-6627. Uh, that's our box office number. And our operating hours for that is 10 to 5 p.m., 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. And that's uh, you can also do a walk up as well over at gate three. Uh, and then we also have uh, the gomox.com. Uh, under the tickets tab, you can select that and go buy tickets. We also have the gomox.com uh, backslash tickets, and that'll take you directly to our page. And then you'll just select the UTC athletics, and then it'll list everything that we're on sale with right now. So with the renovations going on in the arena, the additions to the arena that are coming, how's that going to affect ticketing and, and what you guys do? Uh, so it's going to be a little bit different. A lot of people are familiar with the gate uh, and the box office being located at gate one. With it not being there, we've relocated to gate three. Uh, from there, that will be continue to be uh, where our offices will be located from here on out uh, with everything going on with the remodeling and renovations that are going on here. With it, one thing to know for basketball and wrestling that are going to be held here at McKenzie, uh, the upper bowl can't be sold this year. So it's definitely important to get your tickets in advance, especially when we come down to the SoCon and you see a lot more games getting packed out. Uh, tickets are going to be very, very limited down since we're only selling the lower bowl this year. So lower bowl only for both basketball and for wrestling. And I know they both have uh, really good home schedules coming up. Um, now, how long will that be in effect? How long before you're you're able to start putting people back in the in the upper level again 
Uh, so that will just depend on the construction uh, due to just limited access of getting out on uh, just we want to make sure that everyone's safe uh, when they're trying to exit. Uh, so it'll just wait until that like, gate one's fully opened again and then that's when we'll be able to sell the upper bowl. So it's looking like maybe a year or two, just depending on how quick construction goes here. But for basketball, again, the urgency is the urgency really uh, Chase is about buying right now because as you get closer, more tickets get bought up, fewer and fewer seats and spaces available. So if, if you're planning on attending some basketball games this year to see this team, sounds like you really need to get after it. Yeah, that, that's exactly right, Chris, uh, with it. And we do have uh, a couple of big names for men's coming in. We got some uh, Murray State and Belmont, a couple of big names coming in. So getting tickets early to uh, those games is going to be very important as a, a lot of the demand is probably going to be pretty high for those games. Uh, what's been the early response to season ticket sales for basketball? Uh, so it's pretty on pace with what we had going on last year uh, with it. Uh, there's a lot of excitement talking to a lot of our season ticket holders looking to renew or have renewed. A lot of them are pretty excited for Dan Earl and seeing what he can do and see if they can keep that momentum going as they uh, clinched a NCAA tournament berth last year. Now, again, if folks want to get involved, they want to purchase tickets, season tickets for basketball, season game, uh, single game tickets for basketball, what do they do? So season, we're on sale now. We start as low as 99 for the gold circle end zone. Uh, it's just right on one of the baselines. Uh, you can purchase in there for 99. Uh, a lot of the information I'm giving you doesn't include the processing fee. That will all be stated either when you call us or online. It'll have that all included. Uh, but with it, we're looking to go on sale with our single game. Uh, October 7th is when we're planning on opening that up for the public. Chase, appreciate the time. What, what again, give folks one more time, the telephone number, where they can find it online if, if they want to get out and purchase some tickets. Yep, our, our phone number to call in directly to the box office is 423-266-MOX or 6627 would be the number for that. We also have walk-up at Gate 3 over at McKenzie. We're open Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then we also have the online where you can go to gomox.com under the tickets tab or gomox.com backslash tickets, and that will take you directly to our ticketing page where you can select UTC athletics. And then from there, it'll list everything that we have available right now. Hey, real quick, before folks get to the gate and realize they got to do something different or they should have done something different. What's the, uh, what's the bag policy for, uh, for McKenzie arena. So the bag policy is uh, clear bag, uh, similar to what we do over at Finley. It's, it's generated over here as well. Uh, everything is listed on our website. I believe it's under Inside Athletics. Uh, it'll be listed as clear bag policy, and it'll give you everything that you need to know, what you can bring in, what you can't. And it'll kind of give you uh, just a little bit of guidelines and what to bring in. Chase, appreciate it. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it as well. Hey, I appreciate both uh, Chase Brock and Ryan Jones for being with us this week. As always, thanks to you for being here as well. Thanks to our super producer, Tate Johnson, for her help in, in efforting today's podcast and bringing it to you as well. That is going to wrap it up for us for this week. Back with you again next week. Join us each and every Thursday. Brand new content coming out every week centered around your Chattanooga Mox, and we give it to you every week here on Mox on the Mic. Until then, so long, everybody. And go Mox. 
Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.